Ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today is September 29th. What day is it? Wednesday? Yeah, it's Wednesday. I have Friday off. See? So it's like my Thursday. I'm in an even better mood than normal. But uh, you get Friday off? I'm That's taking garbage. Friday off. Oh, okay. So yeah, that makes so I'm in a better. super good mood. Um, but yeah. Nice. Yeah, what have you been up to? What's it been? It's been uh, two weeks. Just, did we have a podcast last week? No, we did not. It has been two weeks. And I have been neck deep in sports, gymnastics, meets, and baseball. Nice. How's that going? Um, it's going great. The kids are doing good. Steven's getting better and better at baseball. His team is really good. They're undefeated right now, so that's kind of fun. Um, he's 8U baseball. It's like coach pitch, so it's, you know, it's a rec league. It ain't that big a deal, but it's a lot of fun to watch. He's really enjoying it. Uh, Lily really enjoys her gymnastics meets. She's doing really good. She's probably one of the best ones on the team, if not the best. Uh, going and watching gymnastics meets, on the other hand, is terrible. <laughs> it's because you're sitting around like it, for hours waiting for. It is like a track meet. Ten minutes. You, it's a three-hour event, yeah. and my daughter performs three minutes worth of stuff. And you got to stay for three hours. You got to stay the whole time. Of course. Yes. Dude, but I will say it is incredible when she goes. I'm ne- it's so nerve-wracking. Like one, I don't want to get hurt. Two, it's like it's like baseball, but like you get one at bat. It's like if you waited a whole game and your son or your kid gets the one freaking pitch. No, yeah, like, one pitch. Not one dude, at bat. Come on, just don't miss it's it. Like up. You get one pitch. Don't mess it up, man. This is all you get. This is all you get. And then you know, they either kill it or they don't, or they strike out, whatever. It's like, that's how it is. So she gets on the beam. I mean, just all that stuff. It's just, you get one shot, you get, you wait, you wait, you do the thing. And then she gets one go and it's, so that's intense. It's, it's really talking about getting butterflies, getting nervous. You're like, okay, come on. You got it. You got it. And then it's an hour and a half of me playing video games on my phone. Tactical on my phone. Dude, when you say, when you say that, it like reminds me of a couple Olympics ago. I think you know Allie Raisman. She was she was on the Olympic team. I think one of Simone Biles' like first ones when they all won the gold. Anyways, is she a brunette girl. Yeah, she's been in the news. Okay, yeah, she's also been like intertwined with this like Larry Nasser disgustingness. Oh, yeah, but anyways, yeah, what yes. made me think of that was her parents because they'd always NBC would always show her parents when she's doing events and they're just like, they're like up in the stands, like having seizures, <laughs> like freaking out. And they're just like, could you imagine like watching your kid on that level? No, when the way. margin of error no. is like, like nil, like, Oh dude, it would take years off. Dude, my I'd life. be throwing up. Yeah. I'd be like puking. I'd have to have a throw up bag <laughs> and just like hyperventilating, <laughs> freaking out just cause I mean, this is, they're not even like, they're not even, competing against the there's other teams there at the meet but they're not really even like competing against them yet they're not at that level right. just so they're not just tracking the scores of each team it's just personal development so it's like there's no almost no competition it's sure it's strictly just there's a whole bunch of people watching you and you're gonna get on a beam you get on the bar and you get one shot at your routine that you've been practicing for the last three weeks yeah. And you make a mistake, you make a mistake. You just want your kids to do so well. It like makes you physically sick. Yes. 
you just don't want to mess up. And you and Lily is like kind of like me and Renee, but dude, we just you don't you know, say she's a perfectionist. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of how that works. Um, but like I, you know, you just she expects nines. Like she wants nine or higher. And if she doesn't get it, she's freaking pissed. And you know, occasionally she'll mess up enough to where she looks at the score and she understands. She's just like, yeah, well, I screwed that one up. But <laughs> she's. But other she's, times, I forgot what she, she runs she over that bar, score table, but, saying, "What the hell is that seven? Oh, she's pissed. No, she she's. Um, I don't know that she's ever gotten a seven, uh, actually. But uh, normally she's. Like, dude, the first meet, she's, we've been at two now. The first meet, she got the highest score in every event uh, in her team, every single one of them, by, like, a ton. She's a monster. But she's just, you know, but she that's what she expects. She just expects herself to do well. And if she doesn't, she's by far her hardest critic, for sure. We're like, hey, you did great. She's like, no, should have gotten a 9.8, and I got a 9.6. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Right. Good job. with the Olympics. Yeah, tone that down a, a little bit. Yeah. You're eight, so probably shouldn't lose sleep over this just yet. Yeah, that's awesome, man. But yeah, man, things are good. How about you? Good. Same kind of thing. Girls do cheerleading. It like it crushes my soul. Like cheerleading is cool. Like when they do competitions, but like we're in football season, right? And so like, God, when they have games, they got to be there like an hour and a half early. So we got to, and we're like an out. Yeah, what? we're like an hour and a half away. So we're leaving at like noon for like a two o'clock game, like to be there at two o'clock for a game that's supposed to start at four that never starts on time at all. They're always like an hour behind. It's like, these are kids. How are you not keeping these kids on Holy time? Shit. Like an hour Like behind? that's a complete failure on every adult associated with this football league. Yes. You tell these kids what to do at all times. Like start... And some of it's like, some of it's crazy, man. Like you, you'll hear the parents like swearing, getting crazy in the stands for like 10, 10 and under football games. <sighs> Coaches are on the field getting like thrown out. Like you're just like, is this for real? That's, I don't understand. You, I mean, it's, you can look up the statistics of how many of your kids are going to go to the pros. Zero yeah, percent. Or get a scholarship. Zero percent. Right? Like, well, it's not zero. It's zero percent. I'm watching pros. these kids, and it's zero percent. Zero percent of those kids. <laughs> well, that might be the case, but it's like. I wish you know, I, wish like, I look, could my see. My kids are fairly athletic, but come I on, wish man. I could see, like, a pro? generational talent just crush. Because I would love to see, like, what kids who turned out to be, like, pro linebackers looked like in these leagues because mm -hmm. like maybe and maybe their growth spurts weren't there yet maybe they were the fastest but like they weren't crushing people but like i maybe that's not until like high school where kids just start getting smashed by like the clearly division one talent but i'd love to see a kid where you just look at it and you're just like whoa like that kid i'm probably gonna watch him at least on saturdays if not sundays we had a kid we had a kid like that he was a d1 running back and he was like that in high school. I mean, in uh, middle school. His eighth grade year, he looked like he was a senior in high school. And he absolutely bulldozed everyone. And it was incredible. And then he just continued. He just got bigger and better all the way through high school. 
and he ended up playing for Tulane. And then they didn't, I mean, he didn't make it to the pros. He did. I don't even know if he finished in Tulane, but he, I think he got injured, started having some, he had too many concussions or something, but, um, dude, he was an animal, but it was the thing. That was the thing is he looked like a 18 year old kid and he was 13. Oh, I look at some of these 13. Yeah. The and girls half. cheer for like the 13 U team. And like, I look at some of the teams, not, not there, the ones that they cheer for, but some of the ones they've played, I'll look at kids on the offensive line. I was like, that kid's got to be six feet, 220 easy. I'm like, that kid could probably mm-hmm. handle me. <laughs> yeah. Like, this kid's got to be 13 years old. Like he could block me for oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I'm like, holy smokes. He's going up against just like twigs on the defensive line. You're like, this is. I, yeah. I'm shocked that there's not more catastrophic injuries at that age when like the discrepancy of size is that like that much. We had, yeah, I don't know. Well, that sounds like a really long ass day for you. Buddy. Yeah, it's all right. But that's the thing that sucks. It kind of puts my gymna- gymnastics in perspective. Yeah, dude. Cause it's, it's the competitions is like cheerleading competitions is like gymnastics where you sit around and wait all day for them to, to go up and do it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. going and watching them cheer for the, it's nothing. They're just like, and they don't even care about doing it. So you're just like, right. Why am I here? <laughs> and every single week, point? their game is right in the middle of the Oklahoma state football game. It absolutely crushes <laughs> my soul, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I don't want to be that dude watching the game on my phone, but I've been that dude. <laughs> you gotta be that dude. If your if your girls don't even care, then you got. I mean, what is what do you have to lose? Yeah, no. Like, yeah, baby, I watch you. You look great. Good job. Yeah, it's all good. Like, Dad, you didn't watch, but I don't blame you because this <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Just I like, like I like okay. look around. I look you around to make sure I can see like at least one or two other dads like on their phones doing the same thing. Just to, like <laughs> give myself assurance that I'm not the worst one there. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Dude, we had uh, Lily's first gymnastics meet. They put a projector up on the wall of college football. Oh, my football. God. Texas, man. No Texas bullshit. is amazing. I know. I was like, are they going to play this the whole time? They played it the whole time. <sighs> watched, I watched Ohio State lose right there on the giant projector. <laughs> girl falls off the, girl falls off the beam awesome. right as a touchdown score, and everyone's cheering. This girl's, like, crying. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Baby, no one loves Ohio State, okay? They just lost. Oh, man. That was awesome. All right, man. All right, so what you got for us, buddy? Um, I wanted to talk about, did you, I'm sure you have seen it by now. I think we mentioned it in the failed Afghanistan podcast. Yes, we did. Um, about the lieutenant colonel, he's a Marine, um, Stuart Scheller. Did you see the video that yeah. he posted after the, uh-huh. you saw the video? Yeah, so mm-hmm. I guess I guess oh, this yeah. video it's gotten over well over a million views. It's been shared like seventy five thousand times on Facebook. So this this Good dude grief. in uniform basically just made a video blasting senior leadership of of the Marine Corps, the Joint Chiefs of Staff. I'm assuming everyone basically at Pentagon level, everyone demanding involved. accountability for what happened with Afghanistan, and so. There's a couple different elements that I kind of wanted to get your opinion on because number one, okay. at this point, he is in pretrial confinement. He hasn't been charged yet, but they said that 
he will be charged with willfully disobeying a superior officer, failing to obey lawful orders and committing conduct unbecoming of an officer. That last one is like the most generic. You're an officer and you messed up. Right. So, uh, and we have nothing else. So we're just going to throw this one. At yeah. You so too. as soon as he posted this video, which was just blasting people of saying like, how could anyone in senior military leadership on any level think that this was a good idea and not stand up and, and and I think that there was an open letter by a whole bunch of past generals, generals. that said, yep. if you didn't stand there and just say, this is not how this should be, then you should have resigned after they ignored out you. Out of protest. Just out of protest, which which yep. no one really did. And in fact, I don't think anyone did. No, no. No one has. And you're right. And it was... So his... It's... Still mind. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a whole different discussion about the debacle of the, the withdrawal. But as far as this dude making Fuck. this video, he's relieved of his duty immediately, which he knew was going to happen. Now, sure. Uh, so yeah, yeah. He, I saw him, his post that too. Yeah. So immediately after that, the military puts a gag order on him that says no more posting on social media. That's why he's in pretrial confinement. So he continued because he, he continued, continued to, to post and post and post. So okay. at this point, I, Part of me says, what is this guy trying to gain out of this at this point? Like he made the video. First of all, he made it in uniform, which you just can't do. Mm -hmm. You can't do on any level of military without knowing you're going to be held accountable and that you're, you're basically mm -hmm. at any level being insubordinate because you know, as well as I know, when you join the military, you revoke your rights to have an opinion publicly yeah, you're no longer in criticizing mm -hmm. you're essentially like no longer a citizen. Yeah. You can't, you can't criticize way, your right? chain of command all the way up. Like you just can't do that. Um, and so he knew that he made the calculated decision and got relieved. I wonder at this point, wh like, what do you think he's trying to gain by continuing to post and then knowing he was going to get thrown in the brig for this? Like this almost seems more like a stunt at this point. And I, I'm trying to figure out like what his end game is in doing this. There's got to be almost some sort of level of personal gain. Like maybe I, I don't want to yeah. think that because that's kind of like, I, I think he truly does just want accountability. But yeah, I mean, it might, he, he might. It, I, I could see it going one of two ways where it's either he has, he obviously thought it through. Oh, yeah. Because he did post within like 20 minutes. I remember him seeing when they said that he was basically removed. He's like, look, this is if I was leadership, this is what I would do, too. You'd have to remove it. It's, it's just the way it is. This is the Marine Corps, the military. It is, it is what it is. I think that he's either trying to become he's either doing it for selfish reasons at this point. Maybe not the beginning, but after seeing how much attention he got. He's either deciding to become, he wants to get into politics. And he's doing it to try to like further push that. Or he's just doubling down, hoping that he, him going to prison. Cause I didn't know that at the time until you told me. And I think that is pretty insane. And I think maybe he's hoping and he's, he's double, triple downing on the whole situation, hoping that a Senator, or congressman or whatever starts to starts to pull and then they step in and keep him from actually going to prison. You think um, he's just trying to bring more attention? Trying, he's trying to be a martyr, exactly, to bring more attention to it. So it's either 
And that's probably what he's doing. Or if he's doing it for selfish reasons, the only selfish self gain I can think of is politics. Other than that, I think he, then he's got to be just doing it because he, he wants to continue to get attention for it to try and get something done where people see it and they don't forget about it. And they actually, cause dude, have you, I mean, it's kind of creepy how little, uh, like as massively insane as that Afghanistan situation was gone now it's gone. Like you don't see yeah. it. You don't hear about it. It's, it's, it's not. Well, on Biden anything. knew that. That's and why they said we can, we can get away with it. We can take the black eye for a week. Sure. Of course. Which, Again, like we said in the, in the one that never, no one ever heard was, I don't think that I'm not that upset about getting out of Afghanistan. If he's going to take it in the shorts for just getting out, okay, well, whatever. But leaving the way they left, 13 Americans died, soldiers died. You killed a family off of bad intelligence, an Afghan family. Not that you called you it know, a vengeance. Okay, you called it bad. a vengeance kill at the time. Only to find out that like none of it that you didn't even kill the right yeah, person. You f- none <sighs> of it was related. But okay, again, so now, all right, now there's no one being held accountable. There was the letter that came out from the general, so I think he's just trying to martyr, he's keep trying it alive, to get more and more attention to it. I think so. Do you think? Because I mean, what are you going to do? What what person other than politics? But man, I don't know what state he's from. Unless he's from a really conservative state, nobody ain't nobody going to freaking vote for that dude in. It's crazy, though, if you think about, like, accountability, right? Like, the military top-down is usually pretty good at holding people accountable pretty quickly. So does it seem to you, like, at least at the top level, certainly like Pentagon and higher, that that's become way too politicized and that our, our top generals there are far too politically affiliated or far too concerned with their careers and, and political ramifications of going against whatever administration they're working for to actually do their job in an impartial manner that most benefits the security of America or, more importantly, the troops that they're putting into harm's way as they sit in their offices. Because that's where, to me, it seems like accountability. And you can have these, these frivolous little pomp and circumstance, little congressional and Senate hearings with Secretary of Defense and you know, you know, Austin and Miley or, you know, whoever the, the heads are of that two headed shit show mm-hmm. and pretend like that's accountability, right. like senators and congressmen asking tough questions while the other side defends them somehow. Like, where is accountability even exist at that high level? I think. No, I think you're 100 percent right. I think that the the letter that the generals put out. Um, basically, essentially there was a part of it that said the same thing, that they're too, they're too focused and concerned on political, like hot topics, like, um, gender and gender identification and all this other stuff. They're trying to implement this random crap into the military and it's affecting the military's readiness. It's affecting the military's, um, ability to do its job. And I think that Biden the the president the chief of the military is he appointed two generals secretary of defense and he appointed another general and all these other people that were involved the top dudes and i do think they're just way too politically uh involved 
and I remember when I was in my, my last deployment, I had some run-ins with some three-star generals who became four-star generals and in charge of one became a, uh, yeah, one became a four, one became a three, the three-star general. I think they both retired at this point, but they were all in special operations world. And I still remember even them saying that like how political, once you get to like general period, doesn't matter what, what star you are, it just becomes more and more political. And then it just continues to strengthen as you become, you add stars. Well, see, that's so four star generals. That's all it is, is politics, but it's, but that's a problem, right? Because there's a difference between like politics, like office politics, right? Like there is politics at every level of the military, right? Like the quote unquote office politics of like, who mm-hmm. are you in your good right. graces with? And like, who are you, you know, who are you buddy, buddy with? Right. that's going to get you the job you want or get you the duty station you want like that. I'm talking about like direct political affiliation, clouding judgment. But what I'm also saying is our, our top generals at that point, so like far too concerned with the future of their careers post-military to just stand up and do what's right for their military members to stand up to whatever administration they're working for. Because look, Mattis, when Mattis was sec- mm-hmm. you know, secretary of defense, he straight up got to a point where he was like, yo, Trump is off his rocker and I'm not going to be a part of this. Like it's against the core of what I believe in is best for America and the military. And he resigned. Yep. How do you not see yep. anyone pony up and do that after this Afghan withdrawal debacle that causes a Lieutenant Colonel to have to go and and basically fall on the sword to call these guys out for not wanting to take any sort of to have any sort of culpability or or accountability. That's what I'm saying. It just those guys don't have the best interests at heart, and they're the the highest leaders making the most impactful decisions. Like that's the biggest problem. Right. This. I agree. I think that's so. I mean, I think. I think you got two problems. I think if you've got, um, and I think it's all political. I think you, I guarantee, I wouldn't be surprised. Can't guarantee you, but I wouldn't be surprised if we found out that um, the commander in chief, or not the commander in chief, sorry, the secretary of defense, the four star general, who's the white dude? The fuck's that guy? It's like Miley. They already came out and said that he's, he came out and said in the hearings that he wanted at least 2,500 troops to stay in Afghanistan. And then the, and then Biden came out or the white house came out and said that he didn't even know that, that that's what they wanted. Like, I, I mean, how is that even possible? That's bullshit. So I don't, I don't, that's not possible. I mean, unless this guy was just like, yeah, that's what I thought in my head. And I never said it out loud because. <laughs> Which at this point, I mean, it might be true, but I think that it's like each star, the, they take the a test the away from you with each star they pin. Yeah. Well, I think in this situation to get to where you were, because the, you got to remember like the, the boss of everything, right. Is the commander in chief. And, um, it, it was annoying when I didn't like Barack Obama, but, and it was annoying when everybody was, although the memes were pretty funny when they were like anything bad that happened, you know, conservatives would just blame uh, it's Barack's <laughs> fault. It's Obama's fault. Dude, you know, Jimmy, those memes dude, were Jimmy funny. Kimmel had a, a hilarious thing on that, like mean tweets with Barack Obama. Where Barack Obama yes. was like, okay. here's so, a mean tweet. He was like, Keystone lights cost twenty one ninety nine at the gas station. Thanks, Thanks Obama. a lot, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> so that <clears throat> I'm not trying to I don't want to be that guy. Um, 
But the reality is it is Biden. And I don't care if it was Trump. I don't give a shit who it was, right? It, it's the commander in chief. So the, in no, this no, no. case, it's these Biden. guys have a responsibility. These guys him. weren't. Yeah. But if these guys are just appointed to agree with whatever, then why do they even exist? But that's what I'm saying. I think that's the problem. The problem is if they were to resign or if they were they were coaxed into not resigning or to kind of brush the rug, hey, you'll find an extra couple $10 million in your bank account tomorrow if you just stick with <laughs> I this thing. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> All right. Anyways. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try to Google it. But All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to move on then to my next point, which is... Did you see that they are considering dishonorable discharges for military members who refuse the COVID vaccine? I did not see that until you texted me that today. Yeah. So, or yesterday. That is bananas to me. That's my bananas. Here's yes. why, though. That is Here's insane. what's bananas. Okay. I think if you, a military member, refuse to get a vaccine, you should be separated from the military because you sure this is a voluntary service. And if the military tells you you're going to do something, you got to do it. That's the contract. That's the deal. You signed it. You knew it. You don't agree with it. Why did you join? You don't have to like it, but that's what you have to do. So th at the end of like, think about, think about percent. this dude, if you were going to deploy, you had to get what a thousand anthrax shots and boosters. You had to get <laughs> you had to get smallpox where they stick that needle in your arm like fifteen times, and you got a nasty little smallpox mm -hmm. bubble. If you did, if you decide not to do that, you're not deploying. That's not because of an unavoidable medical reason. You're choosing not to be like not to be operationally ready, and now you're affecting yep. readiness within your unit by choice. That. I mean, yep. that you might as well just be going UA to your point and place of duty in getting that vaccine. I have no sympathy for the thought of, of telling people you don't want to take this vaccine, then you're not in the military. Plain and simple. A dishonorable well, discharge. And you can claim that. I see that you can claim like your religion. You can't do that. Because you can, you can claim it on some of the other stuff. But even still, you get moved. You can't do, you might get moved out of your job. You might get sent to a non-deployable unit area, whatever. Yeah. Non, yeah, exactly. Like you get, your, it doesn't matter what your job is. You might get sent to a totally different job. I mean, just, you don't get punished, but you get punished, right? So I agree. And that's what I was going to say is that the smallpox shot is a it's nightmare. That's a bear and it's real. It's a live vaccine. They put into your shoulder. I had a sheet of paper. Dude, when I got there, they were like, the medic's like, all right, you have to get your vaccine. You have to have your smallpox vaccine before you can go overseas. Have to. I'm like, okay. But before we do, is your wife pregnant? No, I don't think so. Um, are you around babies in your house? No. Uh, do you have anyone and is your neighbors pregnant? I mean, it was like the most insane list. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't. Well, good God. And they're like, because we're about to inject you with a live vaccine of which your scab can spread smallpox. Like that's how yeah. I mean, it's like, you can't get in the pool. You're not supposed to sweat. You're not supposed to do anything for like four weeks. 
until this thing completely heals. And it's this nasty, boily, Dude. whatever just explodes on your shoulder. And then you have a scar for the rest of your life. So, Dude, I don't, I'm sorry, but like, I wasn't excited about getting the vaccine. I got it because I want to go fly fishing in Grenadine Islands. So you're talking about COVID. I caved. You're talking about huh? COVID now. I'm talking, yeah, sorry. The COVID vaccine, but I got the smallpox. I mean, I would, you had no choice. Question. You have yeah, to you have do no it, choice. dude. You just, you, you're in the military. You don't have rights. You, it doesn't fucking matter. You don't fucking matter. You are in the military. Do your fucking job. You do what you're told. You line up and you get 14 shots in your ass and you Correct. get 35 shots in your shoulders and you black out afterwards and then you're sick for you a don't, week and you get and the you don't ask it. what what you're given. You no. just take it. Oh, I mean, you can ask and they just laugh at you and they're like, "Fuck, dude!" You. And they just stab you with a bunch of other. Funny needles. story on smallpox. Like, so Brooklyn was not even a year old yet, so I couldn't get it until we were on the parade deck getting on the buses to leave. So when everyone else mm. had already gotten it and like their scab healed, I was there like pulling weapons at the armory, getting stabbed with it. And so like I was in hot, <laughs> dusty ass Afghanistan with this stupid smallpox blister on my shoulder. I was like, this sucks. You're not supposed to like shower with it. Dude, we had, so I got it and they were like, you have to, you're not supposed to take the scab off. And then when it falls off, you're supposed to like put it in a bag or something. If you can find it, you're supposed to give it to the medics or some shit. Dude, there was this the, incredible. And of course my wife is a nurse. So she read the entire list of things you're supposed to do. And I had it scabbed. And then I woke up one morning and I had kind of forgotten it was even on my arm. And Renee was like, where's your scab? I was like, I don't probably know. probably ate it. Thought it was on <laughs> It was on me yesterday, and she's like, is it in the bed? I was like, I don't know. I have no idea where this thing is, and we're pretty sure our dog ate it, or it just disintegrated that into is our sheets, how, and we just That's why Bruce died, dude. A year. That's, that's how Bruce got, Bruce got cancer. From your smallpox scab. From the smallpox Unbelievable. Shot. He got smallpox inside his bones. Motherfucker. Damn it. Yeah, but, so, okay. So two parts, right? Number one, I have no sympathy, and I agree. Like if you if you don't nope. want to, if, agree if you, you don't want to take this vaccine, then get out of the military. Here's the thing: Your dishonorable discharge is for the most reprehensible <laughs> crimes or offenses in the military. We're talking like straight up desertion, which is not like UA mm -hmm. on post. This is like you desert in a time of war. Sexual assault. Will you explain to our customers who aren't military, what is UA? Uh, unauthorized absence. If you're supposed to be at some formation on okay. on Fort yeah. Hood at 8 a.m. to pee, like to, to go for a three-mile run and you don't show up, you can get in trouble for that. Desertion is like Correct. in okay. a time of war, you leave your post and say, forget this, I'm done. Desertion, sexual yep. assault, murder, rape, those are charges that are handed down for dishonorable discharges. I had people in my unit pop for cocaine who got kicked out of the Marine Corps other than honorable discharges that actually say other that were actually conditional to where if they stayed out of trouble the year after getting separated, they would actually still be able to access their Chapter 33 VA, uh, their mm -hmm. GI Bill educational benefits. Yeah, they can get it changed. Not back only do you, not to, only, yeah, an honorable. dishonorable discharge is like a felony in the real yeah. world. You can't own a gun. You can't, dude, it, you can't, like vote. that, it's, that it. is a bit 
it'll aggressive ruin you. of a reaction to that. That's what I, that's all I'm saying about yeah. that one. <laughs> like I don't disagree with what they're saying, but I disagree with the execution of what they're they're talking about doing. Yeah, man. Like, look, this is what we've done forever. Anthrax came out, or they were mailing anthrax or whatever. No one could even tell you what anthrax does. It doesn't do anything to you. They're like, well, we created a vaccine and you assholes are getting it. And you're like, all right. And then of course it's six shots and none of us were ever in country long enough to actually get all six shots. So you, you just get over and over and over and over and over again. I don't know how many anthrax shots I got. And that by far still to this day is the most painful shot I've ever had. And the sorest my arm's ever been after a shot. Um, and it sucks, but it doesn't fucking matter. You're in the you're in the army, bro. You're getting the shot. So, so same thing with the vaccine, the D, the COVID. So vaccine. quick, it sucks. To, quick question then: to pull this back to Stuart Shellers and his video, I understand the need. I understand the intent, and maybe even even the fact that he may have been justified in posting that video. Do you think though that that is just a bad precedent to be set? That's emboldening younger military members to get political about things and not remembering the fact that you joined a voluntary service in which you give you you've given up a lot of rights for the honor and privilege to serve and maybe that that is also kind of bleeding down and trickling down into like these political stands that's just like fracturing our military on like all levels no but only because he was a high-ranking officer. That's no, that's nonsense. <clears throat> I do think, but that's that's proving that's I think proving, because you're an no, officer, no, 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 no. you can be removed. That's proving the point that the highest people that that he was calling out for accountability that you can get to a level where it, the the rules don't apply to you. The military is supposed to be it. It just everybody has to fall in line. It doesn't matter what rank you get. So that's contradicting what he was even calling no. for in the video. I don't know. I think it's you're you're in a you're in a position. You've been in long enough, and you've you've been around it to where you are. It's someone that is credible. I guess is what I'm trying to say. He's got some credibility because it's not like a dude. If a private comes on, he's been the, he's been in the fucking Marine Corps for six months, and he goes on a rant. Does anybody give a fuck? Like shut the fuck, dude. You've been in here for six months. What the hell do you know? This guy's been in for a while. So to call for, I think that was a little bit different, just because he does have credibility. Um, that's fine, but is him, I, but is him I, doing I it, if, I, setting a precedent and emboldening six month PFCs to do some dumb stuff that's affecting our military readiness. Okay. So if 13 Marines didn't die or 12 in, in an air and, um, um, your branch it? of service, you douche. <laughs> Assault and was the army. I thought it was a Naval Corps. I think there was, there uh, was okay. army too. It was a Navy corpsman. And an, okay. Navy corpsman. And then there was an army and then there was the rest of the Marines. So if people, if soldiers had not died and he still did the rant, I don't think, I don't think he would, I don't think that's okay. But to call for accountability for deaths, that many deaths for negligence that those Dude, those 13 fucking soldiers, Marine Corps, whatever you want to call them, military members were not, should not have been killed. It, they didn't have to be. This couldn't, this could have been handled very differently to where they did not have to die. And for them to die, that many of them to die, this, they, the general should have stepped down. There should have been all kinds of stuff and nothing happened. 
for someone to snap and say this is bullshit and someone that's not a six a pfc it's someone that ha- that's been in the military for a while i think he did what he felt like he should do i don't think i think that situation is a little different it's not like the covid vaccine is killing service members over and over and over again and people are like dude my buddy just died from this fucking thing i'm not taking it if that was the case then i think I, they're okay but i if, agree with but that. that's not the I, case and, and that's a very rational point of view i just think that it's there is a can of worms that also can be opened from this and sure, i think that i think well, that is and, certainly know, a a collateral damage to posting on social media and getting such high profile, regardless of what you're standing for or how justified you are when you're talking about the military. Like I, I, I don't think the two, I don't think the two can just be, I don't think the two can just be completely severed from, I, I think they're related. Sure. There's a little bit, it's, it's a little, it's a fine, it's super fine line, but he lost his job. He got kicked out. Um, had he had nothing happened to him, that I see as being more of setting a precedent of like, well, shit, if he can do it and he ain't going to get fired or he's not going to lose his job, he lost his job. He knew he was going to lose his job. The second he put it on there, he posted afterwards and said, look, the Marine Corps is not wrong by firing me. If I was my com- commanders, if I was the guys above me and somebody did that, I'd have to fire them too. It's part of the deal. I knew it when I posted it. He got removed. Going to jail or getting is extreme. It's ridiculous. It's a little bit ridiculous. Oh, you're talking the about vaccine. the vaccine, a voluntary service that oh, you yeah, join. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you decide like, oh, wait, I didn't sign up for all this. The second I stepped on foot <laughs> onto MCRD San Diego, I was like, I don't think this is what I signed up for. But I certainly, <laughs> I certainly didn't sit there and then say, I'm not going to do anything that I'm told to do because this was not what I wanted it to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's it. Yeah, no, no, you, you, I'm sorry. You, you do not, you're no longer a civilian. When you join the military, it doesn't matter what branch, you are not a civilian anymore, which means you do not have the rights that civilians have. You are property of the government. Plain and simple. So if they say, well, you're getting a vaccine, you have to go, I don't want a vaccine. They'll go, I don't give a shit. And you'll go, okay. Okay, yeah, put it in my right arm. <laughs> you don't have a choice. You gotta just you you're a, you are a you're a number. You're cattle. You just walk your ass through that thing, and you get all the shots. You stack with a bunch of needles. The VA, you know what? If it comes yeah, out later I'll on, tell you that what. COVID vaccine was real <laughs> fucked up. That VA is gonna go. Damn it! Well, we're gonna give you some disability for yeah. that, sir, and we're gonna pay you for it. All right, that's the way it is. Fuck uh, it, man. Enough like, of that. All right. Well, let's end on a happy. Steve-O, stupid topic. <laughs> What's what right, dumb so is that? On was your serious. Mind? Those were those were pretty heavy topics. So when you told me that those were going to be the topics, I I had a couple that may have been as heavy or semi heavy. So I'm like, man, let's go over something that doesn't matter at all. And uh, that's what I'm going to talk about. So it's more of a it's a pet peeve or a what, what grinds my gears kind oh, of thing. Nice like Family Guy reference. So thank you. So if you are, um, do you like, are you a fan of the stickers on the back of people's cars? The stick families, 
all the other random stickers that people put on their cars that you have to look at in traffic? Um, I've never thought anything about it. I don't okay. put stickers. Fine. I don't put That's stickers fine. on my cars. Actually, when I was younger, okay. I'd put like a sports sticker on my car. I think I had like an OSU how- one. Okay. That's how many? I I had I would put one and it would be like on the window. I don't like putting them on like the bumper or like the actual body of the car. Okay. 1000% acceptable. I in my opinion, my very <laughs> wise opinion. You get one sticker. Oh my gosh. On your glass. Maybe two if it's um I don't know. I don't know what the caveat would have to be, but there's an exception. I get maybe two. That's a stretch. I think one, because everybody's got a sports team, a college team. You want to put a Dallas star on there or whatever for the Cowboys. Fine. Okay. But, and this does not include like wrapping your car or like advertisement for your business. Like, okay, that's totally Yeah, because you wrapped your Um, car, you idiot. Your whole Jeep is a sticker. And you're going to bitch about stickers right now on someone's car. That's fine. Guys trying to make some money, trying to make a living. This is rich. You want to, you, if you, (laughs) if you roof houses, you have a small business and you want to like put your shit and your phone number on the back of the car. That's a little bit different because you're doing it for a, you're doing it for a tax write off, Um, son. Well, (laughs) yes. Also that don't hate the player, hate the game. All right. So, the other part of it is like, this is like, the, I don't need to know. Um, uh, I don't understand why the back of your car needs to be an advertisement of like who you are as a person. I don't give a shit who you are as a person. You're just some random ass car that's sitting in the, on the highway. Like, I don't care, dude. I don't, I don't need to know what every hobby you have. I don't want to know all the 15 hobbies. Like it drives me. It makes no sense. It just, it looks trashy. Like, Put one sticker on there, or Dude, or a military you're one. Such a one, curmudgeon. One military sticker, maybe. Dude, no, like if I see, not. of course not. You're a marine. Every marine I see has like the marine license plate cover, the marine license <laughs> plate. Who? And then I have like fourteen and a half military USMC stickers all uh. over their shit. I swear to God, I sent a picture. Texas to you Marines. If I can find yeah, it, I'll put Texas it on Texas Marines. Yeah, you're right about that. Of course. Big. Everything's bigger, right? You got to go real big. You got to put every sticker. So he, I have a buddy, uh, used to be good friend. I mean, I am good friends with, used to work with him. He was a, in the Marine Corps for 11 years. I sent him a picture. It was the most stereotypical thing on the planet. This dude had like, 15 USMC stickers on his the back of his truck. He had a license plate cover and a license plate. I think he had something on the front of his truck as well as a sticker. He had like three USMC uh, tattoos. He was real fat. He was wearing, it was at the gym. He was wearing a USMC shirt and shorts. I, I swear to you, he had all of it. And I was like, do you think this guy's in the Marine Corps or was in the Marine Corps? Because he looks like he's probably in his 50s. And he was like, God dang it. I swear to God, he's probably like a cook in the mil- in the Marine Corps at some point. But uh, yeah, dude, like the sticker thing just drives me nuts. I see it right, every day. Right, I see right. like the sticker family. Great. You're rambling here. We need to hone it in. Which ones do you hate the most? Okay. 
All right. The kids' names with, like, the p- sport they play. No way. They have that there? I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> Oh, that. my God. Dude, I've seen sticker families that has the dad's name, first name, the mom's first name, all of their kids' names, and each stick figure is playing, like, a sport that the kid plays. So, call me paranoid, but... If I want to be a child predator, you're giving me kind of all the information I need right now to hang out with or to attract your children. It's crazy. That's where that's Stupid. where your head goes. Makes no with sense. With an innocent, yes, supporting my kids in their yes. sports on a car. No, you're not. No, you're not. You just want attention. You want everyone to look at you like fucking Facebook. This isn't social media. You know it's what a this car, probably is. Right. You know what this pr- put all that shit no, on Facebook. Here's what it probably is: is these kids are like, "Mom, look." I got all this stuff. You want to put it on the fridge or in the house? And they're like, no, I like my house and I want it to look nice. But I don't care about the back of my car because I'm not looking at that. So I'm going to let Steve look at it and get pissed off for no reason (laughs) driving down the street. (laughs) There's no kid on this planet who ever, ever went to their parents and was like, hey, mom, could you put a stick figure family up on my car and make sure that my figurine plays has a fucking football on it? True. Because I like football. You're telling me a six-year-old that isn't going to see a sticker and be like, that's cool, let's put it on our car. They're going to see somebody driving down the street with it like, and be like, I want that one, on I our car. I would backhand my child. No, I would backhand my child. Two, I would say, son, those are losers. We don't do oh that. My gosh. That's not what successful people do. The other one is my favorite. Uh, one, I don't, I'll say, so uh, is Rednecks, and they're notorious. Rednecks got it the worst. They got the sticker bug, and somebody needs to help them. Sticker I bug? Th- what about the pair of ha- balls hanging down from from the freaking hits? Yes. You want to talk about an issue? If it wasn't so funny. It's, yeah, it's funny. It's stupid. Come on, dude. It's absurd. <laughs> it is kind of funny. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's, a- it's kind of funny. I kind of like uh. it, only because it's so stupid. <laughs> But it's because it's a it's a weird wrinkly, and they always have wrinkles. They're very detailed balls. They're never just like like very generic. They're always so well, they're geriatric balls detailed. God, they're hilarious. Yes. All right. So if I could, if I stop, if they weren't as funny to me, I would hate them. <laughs> I don't. So like, look, I don't care that you're a redneck and you have no fear. So you're gonna put on your no fear your your no fear eyeballs. I don't know if you remember those, but those are I still see those Shut to this up. day. Swear to uh, maybe God, maybe on '90s Mustangs. I don't care. I don't care what your favorite president is. I don't get it. I don't care if you like Trump or Biden or whatever. I don't fucking. You, I'm not going to change my vote because of what you put on the fucking car. It's not going to happen. Uh, I don't care what that you love your wife, and you and your wife both love hunting. So you put a male buck and a female doe in the crosshairs kissing. Like I've seen that shit. Before. I'm like, what the fuck. No one gives a shit that you two, like to hunt deer and two bucks one make two bucks one bullet. Deer. Yeah, what I don't ugh, it's just drives me and it's so dumb. Like, why are you spending money, dude? Some of those stickers are like fifty bucks. Jeez. They're large. You spent fifty bucks to show people that you and your wife loved hunt. God, we'll say this: East um, Coast was. Like growing up in in Massachusetts, they had more than more stickers on cars than I've seen anywhere else I've lived. But they all had like the, well, I'm glad I don't live. They there. all had like the marathon ones. Oh yeah, love those. They all had like 
I mean, coexist has got to be like one of the the most used Ugh. bumper stickers, like or stickers. Shut up. It, Shut up. You're probably I all I know is you put that on there and you're the most intolerable son of a bitch on the yeah. planet. That's all I that's all I get from that. <laughs> the last sticker. thing you want to do is coexist with anyone that disagrees with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, oh I'm a Christian. Oh, you're a Christian. Uh dude, the hump it ones, like there's are some that I'm like, when my kids get a little older, I'm gonna have to like drive around these people. You seen like the little like the there's like a stick figure and he's actually humping and it the word it no for fuck it no. oh it's gotten I see it all over the place it's everywhere I'm like what the only one I remember car? vividly as a kid was Calvin either pissing on a Chevy logo or a Ford yes. logo okay so that's the that's the next one on my list the character peeing on stuff and those <laughs> are classic bro. I don't give they're, a shit. They're classic. What it is. It's stupid. Oh, they're, yeah, they're and It's like, you just throw in different things on there. Like, they're, throwing, they're pissing on whatever. Like, I don't give a damn. I don't care that your character is pissing on Biden. I don't like Biden either, but I'm not going to put it on my car. I don't care. Um, dude, okay. So, the oil rig. I, you may not have this as much in, in where you're at in California, but you may have saw it in, Cal, in uh, Colorado. The oil rig dudes, or really any profession... Unless you're in small business and you're trying to sell stuff, the oil rig guys they put on the like this oil rig giant thing that says "Roughneck" on it, with like some oil rig pictures of it on the sides. You ever no. seen that? Unbelievable. Well, I don't. You're a you're a you're a laborer. You're not even like you have not made it. It's job. That's a job. Pride, way. bro. Why are you hating? It's stupid. No one can. Put it on Facebook. Don't put it on your car. I don't need to know that your truck, that you paid for your truck by being an oil hand. Like, that just means you are really stupid and strong and can work without Dude, sleep. Who Good job. hurt you with a bumper sticker? All of them. They hurt me every who, day. Who waxed your hairy body with bumper stickers that made you so aggressive? Stupid stickers. God. All right. So this one is the... Uh, I only have a couple more that I just, I don't really despise this one. And then I, I didn't at first. Now I hate it. Is the baby on board stickers. Cause no bullshit. I thought they were fine. I honestly thought they were for first responders so that if you got into a horrific accident, Oh my gosh, they would see that there was a picture and be like, Oh shit, we have to go find a baby. Cause this rollover that we're just calling to like, Think we need to make sure there wasn't a child. I'm pretty in here. sure. I thought I'm pretty that's sure the what purpose that was. is so. so I was like, man, that's so smart. Douchebags don't ride their tail. Exactly. So, um, what's wrong with that? I thought it was to let people know, hey, or first responders know, like, if this car is in a serious accident, there's probably a baby on board. That to me makes sense. I'm like, oh, that's pretty smart. <laughs> then I realized it wasn't for that. <clears throat> it's for people trying to tell other people to stop riding their ass despite the fact that they are driving below the speed limit in the left lane and they're upset about it. And so they put a baby on board sticker thinking that now I can do whatever I want. And these assholes weren't, aren't going to ride my tail, which they are. They're just going to, no one's going to stop the asshole who's flying by you while he's texting and driving. Cause he's not paying attention that you have a baby on board sticker. It's not going to happen. Take it off your fucking car. 
No one cares. And I've said it once, I said it at the beginning, and I'll say it again. No one gives a shit about your fucking stick family. <laughs> I hate the stick family so much. It kills me. I don't. Then, then you get the even better ones that are also retarded. Damn it. 138. 128 and 138. Steve O. There we go. Is an idiot. Then you get the retaliation stick family stickers. So you get the stick family of the T-Rex eating the stick family because he doesn't like it. Or you get the Jason one that's trying to chase him with the sauce. The stick family is running away. That's hilarious. Because no one cares about your stick family. That's not. No, stop it. It's not funny. That is stupid. You still it's put not a stick your family car. on it's your car. It's not your car. I don't care. You know what's amazing? I don't care. I have to stare you don't. at it. You don't you even don't. get to see it. You can't you see it. You don't have to it's stare at it. It's for me. It's for, the, it's for every poor bastard behind you that has to look at you and see what all the hobbies you have. Oh, you like you like bow hunting. That's cool. Why don't you put a shitload of bows and hunting and all this other bullshit on your car? Or you could just not put anything on your car and be normal. Like most intelligent people. I don't care about your love for Calvin and Hobbes. I don't want it to see it in stickers. All right. I just want to reiterate to anyone listening. His entire Jeep is a sticker with his stupid, ugly face on it. Oh, it's the, uh, no, promoting his business. Put my face on anything. No, God. Is your no. face? Is your oh, face? You is it me? on billboards? Uh, yes, that is the world's biggest sticker, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're, pro I already said. Caveat is you get one sticker. Sports or whatever uh, I get, or like um, military, or if you're in a club for um, what's the other one that people are like the supposedly secret one that everyone's in? Not everyone, but um, Masons, Freemasons, and stuff. Like I get that you're trying to get out of a ticket, cool. But other than that, I'm sorry, I don't need to know. I don't want to know your kids' names. It's ridiculous that you're telling everybody your kids' names. It's ridiculous. I don't need to know what sports all you guys play and what all your hobbies are. It's just I don't. I don't do you know understand. what sticker? Makes you no know sense. what sticker I do remember as a kid that I don't see anymore. But I remember thinking like it, I would never want that my parents to put that on the car was like the my kids an honor student at whatever whatever oh, high God. school you're at. Yes. Dude, that was one that I'd see all the time, <laughs> and I'd always just be like, I mean, first of all, my parents never had to worry about getting in my kids an honor honor student sticker yeah. from me at least. But I remember sure, looking at that and being that like, oh. I would never want my parents to put that on their car. Hell no. I'd rip that shit right off. I've never, I don't understand. I don't know what it is. Honestly, I don't understand why it makes me so angry, but it does. I don't see why your car is, is a place to advertise who you are and what you do on the weekends. It makes no sense. What you do between Monday and Friday is okay, but what they do on the weekends is not. Correct. All right. If you're trying to feed your family... And make a living and pay the bills. Put whatever the hell you want on that car. Put your phone number. Put your business. Put your business. What your business does. Awesome. Get it. And write that bitch off. Other than that, I don't need to know. You're a clown. I'm just, I'm just speaking truth. All right, buddy. Let's end this. All right, man. Thanks for listening. Maybe we'll be back next week. Probably two weeks. But... Nah, we'll be back in a week, maybe even tomorrow. 
I, you I never can, know. I can assure you we won't be back tomorrow. It's a surprise. But uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. All right. End it. Drop it. Send it. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.